Hey mama, have you been feeling blah or stuck in a rut lately? Today I have a few questions I want you to ask yourself. I'm wondering if you'd be able to answer the following questions with confidence and clarity. What are you working towards in your life right now? And do you know what actions you need to take today to take steps towards those goals? What is driving your actions today? And I know undoubtedly the first things that come to mind are probably your kids being number one, you know, things like paying bills and getting done what you need to get done to keep a functional home life and family. But beyond that, beyond the everyday stuff that we're all doing, that will always be there, what specific goals are you striving after? What lifestyle are you actively trying to create? Or what dream life are you going after? And what are you excited about and looking forward to right now? (laughs) I'm sure you've noticed that if you've ever had a vacation coming up or some other big thing that you were looking forward to, you feel so much more motivated to get up and hustle and prepare for that thing, right? But why can't your goals be just as real to you as a trip on the calendar would be? See, when we go about our days and live our lives without a distinct understanding of what we're doing and what we want to achieve or go after in our lives, we tend to slip into reactive autopilot mode where we're constantly putting out the fires of life and just doing what we need to do to keep afloat. It's time to start living with more intention and purpose. It's time to start being the director of your life. It's time to take the driver's seat and decide where you are going. Today, I want to help you define your daily driver, that path of clarity that's going to have you excited to get up in the morning, motivated to execute your day with intention, and super optimistic and purposeful again. Are you ready? Here we go. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to join me in my planner makeover course that is now available, where I'll teach you how to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non-negotiables, and finally make guilt-free time for things like self-care and all the fun stuff you want to do, all with a strategic use of a planner. In this course, I'll teach you how to get the most out of your planner and how to simply be more intentional with your time. It's all about making your life easier and making your time more meaningful. If you need this, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com. That's the mama, M-A-M-A, miracle.com to get this online course today. Now, go enjoy the episode. 
Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. I just got back from a five-day vacation to beautiful Puerto Vallarta, Mexico with my husband Greg and a couple of our friends where we stayed at an all-inclusive resort on the beach, which was absolutely incredible and so much needed to say the least. As you may know, I'm pregnant with our third baby and it's our first baby boy who's due in May. And my husband and I are also celebrating our 11-year anniversary of being together, seven years of being married. So needless to say, we thoroughly celebrated and enjoyed ourselves on this trip. But my husband and I discovered something really weird and interesting, which I promise after I tell the story, I'll bring full circle to today's topic of defining your daily driver. Like I said, our resort was all-inclusive, and so we enjoyed unlimited access to food and drinks any time of the entire day, and we allowed ourselves to just completely relax and detach from our regular lives, which when we first got there was absolute freaking heaven on earth, right? But what we discovered was on the second to last day, we both started to notice that we were feeling off, like really surprisingly, I don't know, anxious. And we were trying to figure out why we weren't fully enjoying ourselves as much as when we first got there. We actually started to feel homesick, which seems absolutely ridiculous, right? Like how could two very hardworking adults and parents at that ever want to leave a five-star all-inclusive beachfront resort? But what we realized was we started to miss the feeling of accomplishment and satisfaction that comes with waking up with a purpose and a plan to work towards achieving our purpose. We started to miss our routines. I mean, we definitely started to miss our girls and our dogs back home too. But we're also we were also kind of getting I hate to say it but like burned out from all of the food and laying around and doing nothing as crazy as that sounds. Now, don't get me wrong, we fully appreciated the experience from beginning to end, but we were also able to come to appreciate the value of home too and of having routines and having goals and something to wake up and work towards every day. Greg and I are both people who are very intentional about what we're living for, and so we tend to feel a little off when we wake up and we're not sure what we're going to do that day, which is why even on vacation, it's so important to have some kind of semblance of a routine and a plan, even if that plan is to just go for a beach walk or lay by the pool and do nothing all day. That way you can be sure to derive the absolute most value out of your time even during getaways, because that time is being used intentionally. You can actually get burned out from anything that you're doing too much of without proper balance, whether it's working too much, relaxing too much, even too much personal development. There is such a thing as too much of a good thing, which is why I discovered that even when you do get away, it's so important to keep some of your same health and wellness routines like exercise and hydration and connecting spiritually and feeding your mind so that you can be fully present and enjoy fully the relaxation and the fun part of it too. I also realized how important it is to get out of your trees once in a while so you can see the forest of your life and what direction your life is taking in general. If you're stuck in a rut, you might need to force yourself to get away, even if just to take a drive up to the mountains or to the beach for a day, somewhere that's not your normal surroundings. 
when it comes to setting goals and deciding what you want to work towards and what kind of life you want to create, your first step might be to get out of your everyday element and give yourself the chance to think about things big picture from outside your forest of trees. And what happens is you get excited to come back and execute on your plans and make some positive changes in your everyday life. See, when we're in the thick of life, when we're living in reaction and defense mode, having a lack of clarity is a perfect petri dish for depression and anxiety to brew in. So if you've noticed that you just don't feel yourself lately, that you just don't feel motivated anymore, if you suffer from chronic anxiety or you notice that you've sunk into a depression and it's just hard to get up and live life, Ask yourself, have I just become burned out with everything I've been doing lately? And do I need a break? Do I need to shake things up? Am I clear on what my short-term and long-term goals and visions for my life are? And do I know exactly what I need to be doing each day to accomplish those? There could be many reasons why you found yourself in a funk. It could be related to past trauma or stress or chemical imbalance or addiction Or it could simply just be a lack of clarity about your intentions and your purpose and about what you're living for. Sometimes all it takes to get out of a funk and feel inspired and motivated again is to identify something that you want in your life and break down the steps it would take to get there and then start working a plan of action. As moms, with all the lifestyle and identity changes that come with becoming a mom, We're so prone to slipping into that autopilot mode where we are driven by all of the external forces in our environment that demand our attention and energy, our job, our families, taking the kids to school and picking them up, the pets, the shopping, the cooking, the cleaning, and the endless battles that we have with ourselves trying to rely on willpower to do or not do certain things. It may not be possible to eliminate all of these things from our lives, but we can be more intentional about them. And no matter how busy we are or how much we have on our plate, we can create the space needed to start working on a goal. What I notice with my one-on-one coaching clients is that a lot of times they come to me with some ideas of what they want to work on or achieve in their lives, but they're just sort of directionless. They come to me feeling like they're just kind of autopiloting to nowhere in particular. And so like an airplane without a place to land, they just keep circling. And then once we identify what exactly they want to achieve, what in their life would benefit their family the most, and what steps they need to take to get there, all of a sudden they have a newfound sense of energy and excitement to get up in the morning. And they begin to notice that Everything in their life begins to line up and function better. I want to make sure that you too have a clear vision of where you're headed in your life within the next few months, in a year from now, in five years from now, and beyond. So you might be wondering, where do I even begin? This can be particularly difficult if you also find yourself in an identity crisis, if you're not even sure who you are anymore or what excites you anymore. But let me assure you that you can find purpose again. You can feel confident in your identity again. And you can absolutely get to a point where you're excited to wake up in the morning. 
If you're interested in working with me one-on-one to help you develop that game plan and overcome the beliefs and the habits and the tendencies that you have that would keep you from reaching your next level in your life, and if you would like a relationship where I hold you accountable to making progress, please reach out to me anytime via email or on social media. I'd love to talk to you more. But for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to give you five places that you can start, five things that you can do that can help you shake things up, get you out of your rut, and get you closer to that place of clarity on what's driving you on a daily basis. Number one, I already mentioned this, but get out of your environment. There's a wonderful documentary called Happy, which I believe you can still watch on Netflix, and it explores what truly makes people happy and gives them purpose. Oh, it's such a feel-good documentary. I highly recommend it. One of the things that stood out to me from that movie was this concept of breaking out of the everyday normal routine and to explore something new. There's so much value in having positive habits and routines that help us create the life we really want because after all, our lives are just accumulation of our habits. But the brain also loves notoriety. When we experience something new, we get a hit of dopamine or that feel-good chemical in the brain that leaves us feeling joyful and excited. Even just taking a new way to work or school or to the grocery store or cooking a new recipe we've never made before or going to a new park with the kids, we have got to shake up our routine sometimes if we are to kickstart this journey of rediscovering what's important to us, what we're passionate about, and where we want to go in our lives next. You never know what you'll discover when you're in that new environment, looking at life through a new lens. If nothing else, getting out of your everyday routine and environment will remind you of the vast amount of possibilities for your life. Number two, get moving. You may think that you need a specific fitness game plan before you start exercising, but you don't need a game plan to move your body. You just need to get your shoes on and go and put on some fun dance music and either go running or walking or just start moving your body at home. Just get moving. When you move your body, you increase your circulation, which brings vital oxygen and nutrients to all parts of your body. It helps you eliminate stagnant toxins and energy that are just sitting there. Your body releases endorphins and dopamine that leave you feeling optimistic and motivated. If you want to open your mind to start thinking about the possibilities for your life again, the best thing to do is to get your walking shoes on and get moving, whether that's, like I said, walking or running or riding a bike or, you know, putting your kids in a stroller and taking them down a beautiful scenic walk through a beautiful park or along the ocean, preferably somewhere that is beautiful and nature and away from the hustle and bustle of city life. I think that what you'll find is when you get into a rhythm of movement with the intention of beginning to think about your goals, your brain will start working for you and you may start to get some really wildly good ideas. My number three tip for helping you break out of a rut and finding your clarity on what's driving you is to take out your journal and go find a place where you can be alone and start free writing. And do this at a time when you feel the most mentally clear and alert. So if you're a morning person, set your alarm an extra 30 to 45 minutes earlier before everyone else is up so you can have this sacred, quiet time to yourself. 
or if you're a night owl, then you can do it after your family goes to bed. Personally, I'm a morning person and I feel the most mentally clear first thing in the morning, especially with a strong cup of coffee. Start writing about where you're at and how you want to feel, and then write a list of all of the things that would be cool or interesting to achieve or manifest in your life. The goal is to just brainstorm, to open up your mind to all of the possibilities. Once you get an idea, you may just start to feel excited about what's possible for your life. Remember, you are the creator of your life. You are the only one standing in your way from having or achieving anything you want in your life. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. And yes, you're a busy mom, I get that. But there are a lot of busy moms who are totally devoted to their kids who are also reaching their personal goals as well, whether they're business goals or fitness goals or bucket list goals. And if you feel that you are limited in how much time you have, remember that the possibilities for your life are not determined by the amount of time you have, but about what your priorities are and how intentional you are with using your time. Which brings me to my number four tip. Commit to one reasonable change that you can do consistently every day without compromise. Don't let overwhelm or that all or nothing mentality stop you from taking any action. If you wanna start a business, you don't need to devote a full eight hour workday. You can build a business in only one super dedicated hour per day. If you wanna improve your health and fitness, you don't need to spend two hours at the gym every day. You can improve your health by doing a 10 or 20 minute high intensity interval workout or by making small changes like watching your portions or drinking a few extra glasses of water per day. If you want to write a book, you could commit to writing one simple paragraph per day. When I first started this podcast, do you know that I wanted to put out an episode every day? (laughs) And then I was like, okay, I... Maybe that's too much. Maybe that's unrealistic. So I considered doing three episodes per week. Eventually, I talked myself down to one episode per week. And that seemed like a reasonable thing that I could commit to over the long haul. It's something that I could imagine myself doing day in and day out. And I knew that it would take some kind of daily work on it to get that that one episode per week. It hasn't been a perfect journey. There have been a few weeks here and there where I didn't put an episode out, but I keep bringing myself back to that commitment. And here I am a year later and 58 episodes out. And I feel really, really good about that. That is a huge accomplishment to me. The ironic thing is I could have not done these episodes and been just as busy because we always find ways to fill our time, don't we? Listen, the time is going to pass anyway, so where do you want to be in six months from now or in one year from now? You could fill your time scrolling Facebook and Instagram, or you could bust out 10 or 20 minutes of something to move you closer to your goal. The key is about being consistent. What could you accomplish this year if you just committed to doing one small thing towards that goal every single day? The reason I say every day is because That's one of the most effective ways to turn something into a habit that doesn't feel like a job anymore. Make progress towards your goals part of your daily routine. Why? Because your life is important and your goals are important and they deserve your daily attention. Life is short, so don't waste your days. 
And finally, my number five tip of things that you can start doing right now today to help you define your daily driver is to look at all the things that you are doing in your life that are simply a means to an end in your life. For example, people think they want a ton of money, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you don't know specifically what you want money for, then the pursuit of it could be in vain. Now, if you decide that you want to make X amount of money so that you can have this particular lifestyle with your family or go on these particular trips per year so you can live a life of exploring and you want to donate this amount to this particular charity and you want things like to just not have to worry about paying the bills every month, then you have clarity of what you're pursuing money for. There's purpose and intention there. But a lot of people pursue money because they think that it's going to make them happier. And when they get there, unfortunately, they discover that they're just as unhappy as they were without the money. We often spend a lot of time and energy on things in our life that are just a means to an end. But if we skip forward and look at the end we're actually after... In this case, in the money case, if happiness is what we were pursuing, we could save ourselves a lot of time and energy and achieve the end result in a much more long-lasting, meaningful, and efficient way. I think about how much time and money and energy I put into getting my bachelor's degree. And ultimately, while I do feel I gained so much out of that four-year experience, I would definitely consider that an example of a means to an end in my life, the end being I wanted to feel validated and educated. And I think there could have been other paths to that ultimate outcome that I was looking for that may perhaps have not cost me so much time and struggle and money. Another thing I think we do as moms without a lot of intention behind it is how we spend our downtime. As moms, we often say that we don't have downtime because we're always being pulled in different directions by our kids and by all of our responsibilities and all the fires that we have to put out. But then how often do we find ourselves sucked into our phones, scrolling social media or shopping on Amazon or doing other things? We do this because we are addicted to the little hit of dopamine that we get whenever we see a notification on our phone pop up. Ultimately, though, all of these distractions drain us of our mental energy and leave us unmotivated to give our attention to the things that really ultimately matter to us. One thing I notice is how hard it is to just sit and be present wherever I am without defaulting to looking at my phone. For example, on Friday nights, my family has movie night, and oftentimes we'll put on a movie at home, and instead of just sitting and actually enjoying the movie with my family, I notice that I reach for my phone, and before I know it, I'm not really truly enjoying movie night with my family anymore. How often do you come to red lights and not pull out your phone, but actually just sit there and wait for the sake of waiting to give your brain a break? One thing I've started doing recently is putting my phone in the back pocket of my driver's seat. That way I can reach it in case of emergency, but it's not like right there on the dash or in the middle console where it's easy for me to grab and look at at stoplights. The thing I want to encourage you to do is practice spending more time just being. Just be present. Be fully attentive to what's going on around you. This is going to allow your brain to think more openly and creatively throughout the day. 
One thing I teach in my planner makeover course is that there is nothing inherently wrong with using social media or shopping on your phone or whatever you want to spend your time on. But it's about being intentional with your time. So plan your time in advance. Figure out when the appropriate time is to do those things. Say like 20 minutes in the afternoon before you start dinner, for example. And then use the rest of your time intentionally working on your goals or accomplishing important tasks for the day efficiently. Or, you know, just being totally present and in the moment. This is going to elevate your energy and your awareness of where you're at, what you want in your life, and what's truly worth your time and attention. We can either live our lives putting out fires, or we can be fire starters. In areas where wildfires are a problem, like where I live in California, they actually have controlled fire zones with boundaries. The intention is to pre-burn brush in small doses that could otherwise burn out of control in a wildfire. See, it's about being intentional. So be intentional with your life. If I had to give you a sixth bonus tip, it would be to take the initiative to get your spouse and kids involved in clarifying what direction you're going as a family. Some of you are single moms, but you can still get your kids involved, even little ones. You can sit down and ask them about what's important to them and what their dream life looks like. Some of you have spouses that aren't as growth-minded as you are. Maybe it's a stretch for them to talk about a 5-10 to year plan. But start taking initiative, set the example, and maybe slowly introduce the idea of clarifying what you're working towards as individuals and as a family. Even if you just share with your family what goals you are working towards, it gets them involved. It gets them bought in. And I guarantee that it will inspire them to open up their minds to what's possible for them too. It might take some time, so be patient. Remember, when we stand confidently in our light, we invite others to stand confidently in theirs, and it gives them permission to do so. So in summary, define your daily driver, those things that you wake up for every single day that make you excited to execute the day. Give yourself the absolute advantage of defining your values and your goals and your purpose and what's driving you to live a life with excellence every single day by being intentional with your time and mental energy. Get out of your regular environment once in a while and expand your vision of what's possible for your life. Move your body so that you can get your blood moving and your brain working and start feeling optimistic and motivated again. Spend some alone time in your journal when your mind is the most alert and start brainstorming about all the possibilities for your life. Commit to one reasonable thing that you can start doing consistently every single day that would seriously become something great in your life that you're proud of. And every once in a while, take a look at the things that take up a lot of time and energy in your life and ask yourself whether they're just a means to an end, some particular outcome that you're after, and whether it's truly the best path to achieving that end result you're after and get your family involved. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. I'll see you next week on the show. 
Wait, don't go yet! If you enjoyed today's episode and you know a mama who could really use some positivity and motivation in her life, would you please share this episode? You can either hit the share or copy link button or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram using the hashtag MotivationForMomsPodcast and tag me at Sarah Munder. By the way, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, what are you even doing? Get over there, follow my transformational journey, and send me a direct message and let me know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. I love hearing from my listeners. It seriously makes my day, you guys. And if you're ready to learn how to more strategically use a planner to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks, and finally make time for the important stuff like self-care time and quality time with your family, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com to get my online course, The Planner Makeover Course for only $29 today. I can't wait to share with you the skills and strategies that have changed my life and changed the lives of my fellow mamas who have also taken the course. I'll see you there and I'll see you right here next week on Motivation for Moms.